This week, we're joined by Prakash Krishnamurti, Director, Hotel Relations and Portfolio Management Europe at IHG, to talk about what owners want, how they're viewing loyalty, and how everything is better when we are people who help people. Hello, and welcome to another episode of New Tricks, which is the weekly podcast from New Dog PR. Uh, fresh from the weekend on a Monday morning, Catherine, how are you? I'm very well, thank you, Emily, and how are you? Full of cold. Oh, dear. It's all right. It's all right. Because about 15 minutes ago, I had a lem sip. So I reckon we're good for half an hour while that kicks in. And then the, and then I'll come down and then, you know, we'll be back where we started. But we're riding the lem sip high. So I, I once passed out doing a radio interview after taking too many Sudafed. So there we are. Well, we can but hope we get that level of excitement here today. Exactly. Let's try and keep it if that doesn't motivate everyone to stay tuned to the end of the episode, I don't know what will. Will she still be conscious? <laughs> You've got a new prime minister who is a woman. How How's that working for you? Well, here in France, women are allowed to vote and own property. And that extends, I know, <laughs> and that it sends itself out to also holding positions of power. So, yeah. Well, that will make me pass out. That Just that statement. <laughs> exactly. What? So yes, we have them, and and we have a foreign minister, a new foreign minister, who the uh, Telegraph was very very upset about um, because he thinks this new foreign minister that Brexit is the UK's fault and was their idea, and so the Telegraph kicked off about it, saying what they should have a foreign minister who thought it was France's fault, obviously. So yes, so busy, 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 busy here in France. Very busy, very busy. Um, someone else who's very busy is our guest this week. Who is? He's got a very fancy title, so just stay with the callers. So we're delighted to welcome Prakash Krishnamurthy, who is the Director of Hotel Relations and Portfolio Management for Europe for IHG Hotels and Resorts. Prakash, welcome to New Tricks. How are you? Um, Emily, thank you for, and Catherine, thank you for having me on your podcast. So it's great to be here. And just the, the fancy title, it's Owner Relations and Portfolio Management. That's the, that's that for Europe. And uh, to, to make it simpler for this audience, it's, it's about retentions, renewals, change of ownership. So when uh, a hotel contract is coming to its natural end of its cycle, it's how do we retain these owners or, you know, keep these owners with us with a new franchise agreement into the future. That's 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 what I do for I and, and how and how do you do that? And have you seen that changing in the past, say, two years? Uh, how do we do it? It's so, uh, Catherine. Uh, my my background is development. Uh, I I did that for seven years before I joined IG. Uh, 83 days ago, so 83 days Ooh. in the Big Brother house. Yes. Congratulations. <laughs> so they phone you every morning and tell you that. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's, they play loud music at like six o'clock in the morning and they wake <laughs> you up. Get up, start doing lunges. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how do we do that? Uh, great question. We, 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 look at, we, look at every, we look at every contract as a new hotel deal and, and, and new ownership when they're coming on board. We look at them as new owners and how do you onboard them and how do you bring them into the IG family? It's very much as you would look at development, just a different uh, arm of development, I guess, is the best way to look at it. Ah, and so the owners, when they're coming to the end of their 25 years or their 15 years or their, presumably, things are getting shorter and shorter, are they then saying, oh, well, I don't know? Or are they saying, oh, it's been fantastic? 
I, a bit of both. I, there's nowhere to hide anymore, right? With new development, at least you can tell them that this is what the this is what the new pastures look like. This is nice and sunny. And out here, I have I have to tell them this is how you've had our relationship for the last twenty years. Same old pastures. Yes, exactly. But let's let's try and reinvigorate it. So, how do we get you on board for where this journey can take you? But it's not only the end of term for existing. It could be also, I look at after, it could be an asset management place. So they, they, they're an existing asset. They've been positioned within this market at, at, at a certain level. Could we, could, could we look at change, repositioning it? Could, could it be, was it a holiday in? And a lot of these done have been done in the past, right? Was it a holiday in? And can we look at it now as a crown plaza because this market really needs one of these? And, and how do we reposition this hotel? Is there a CapEx play that we can do and change the bedrooms? Or, you know, can we add bedrooms? So all of, all of these are the conversations that I have on a daily basis. And, has, and is it the funnest? It's a, it's it's lovely. I I they've given me the opportunity to come and create this role and create this team, and uh, I'm 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 putting a process together, and I'm really looking forward to it. And and what are owners saying to you? Are they saying we'd like more flexible accommodation because of the way things have changed, or we'd like more technology, even? Or how are they? How are they? Are they coming to you with with exciting demands? That are outside the hotel norm. Uh, all of the above. So let's let. So we of course have our, you know, our, our extended stay brand, which is Staybridge Suites. It's been there, and I think we've got uh, just you know just to give you numbers, seven in the UK, and and, and there's opportunity to go the three, over three hundred globally, one hundred and fifty in the pipeline. We're growing it across continental Europe. So there is there is that entire extended stay segment that 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 plays well uh and we're looking at repositioning our within our existing hotels are there suites or can we have you know uh longer stay periods that we can accommodate our guests within within our existing product as well so th- those are types of conversations that do happen and that, that's something we do look at yes how has um how has your relationship with owners changed during the pandemic because there have been some owners who have been less than thrilled with how the brands have supported them whether that's be through the infrastructure that the brands have or for whatever reason and I'm just wondering we've heard from owners but it'd be interesting to hear from your point of view sitting within a brand um, whether this has all come about and is a horror or whether actually you've kind of come closer to your owners and it's bizarrely been a good thing. What are your thoughts on that? So it's, it's, it's strange. And I, I, you know, I think of you, you would have heard this before from owners or from brands, but for the first time through the pandemic, I think all of us were aligned with one simple goal we have no idea what the future holds for us. We are all pretty much in the same boat as, and, and we're all in in the same situation. So I think that, that was unique through the pandemic. And that's something that definitely came across that uh, no one knows what's going to happen. We are all in this together to do this together. A, a few great stories that came from, that I've heard for IHG, and, and this is from owners who have multiple uh, hotels with multiple brands. So what, one thing really positive that I got for, uh, as a storyline for IHG was that uh, 
IG really supported these owners through with with, with trying to with sales drive. So while the you could only take in key work key workers, or you know you could be open only for specific use, it was how do we get this business into our hotel? So our sales teams were working relentlessly to try and find these contracts and work with the governments and work with legislation to try and drive this business to the hotels and and i think that that's one of the stories that i've heard time and again from multiple owners who've said that ig was able to do that really really well oh uh, the the and and if i was to say how, how it's it's also it it is so it's it's multiple aspects right how do you drive sales when there is a pandemic going on or how do you drive business to your hotels when this this entire system is in shock so i think that was one thing that we were able to do well oh uh, the other one that i would touch on is around something unique which i find unique to ig is these uh, what we call hotel performance directors so they they're these uh, they're, they're almost these experts who have each one of them has a bunch of hotels that they look after and they go and meet these owners and they meet the general managers and they have a review so they check for you know they speak about the quality of the hotel and what's new and what's happening but what they also do is share best practices given that they have 20 25 hotels i'm just throwing a number that that they look after what they're doing is they're speaking to hotel a gathering this information saying these are the things that you're doing really well or these are the things that you need to improve but they're taking that information and going to the next hotel and going you know what this hotel is doing this really well have you tried this out and then trying to be able to share those best practices amongst them and that's that really helps with you know bringing the best out of all the hotels and sharing that information and that network through this network and i think that helps a lot with what throughout this pandemic i think Uh, so what sort of what sort of things were people coming up with it's 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 mainly around the the contracts that you could win it's you know uh, it, it, some hotels definitely decided that they'd go and 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 uh, you know it, let's let's look at two parts of it right one is during the pandemic is can we stay open can we are, are we going to close down completely and you know shut our doors that was one conversation that was happening the other one that was definitely happening at that time was if we stay open can we take in key workers where do we get this key worker business from so that that sharing of that information or, or how do you get your sales teams to start contacting hotels saying i have 500 bedrooms that i would like to place this is the price would you like to take them this is what are the services you have to provide and i think the last piece of business which was throughout the pandemic and you would have heard a lot of owners who jumped in on on the, the other one was taking it in for either uh, you know they they were placing homes for the homeless and, and things like that you know that was the other side of the business that was coming into the hotel so should you shut down and you and become a shelter and 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 you know drive business that way so these were the conversations that that usually are have that you hear from owners that are happening right now in, in throughout this uh, period that we're going through when you um sorry when you you mentioned um having to communicate and be in contact with various governments um around europe uh, i guess within your uh, area of responsibility to organize um key worker places do you think that um direct communication with governments enabled governments to understand a bit more what a hotel is and how the industry works mm, i would be i was i'm probably one step removed from this process directly i would have, i can ask the sales team on how they implemented this that's a great question but 
I wouldn't I wouldn't directly know how the process ran or how the relationship ran. But yeah, I could I could ask that question. That's that's something that... we, we can but hope. We can but hope that there is an education process there. I'd love to yes. Go on, Catherine. I rudely interrupted you. No, Catherine, you, you I think you Oh me, yes. No, I was thinking ah, I was thinking, ah, hotels, government, what are they? What can they mean? It's also confusing. I guess when you have a subsidised bar, it's confusing, isn't it? Um, no, I was thinking about the loyalty programme and um, driving business that way because we saw in, in Marriott's results a few weeks ago that um, the yay loyalty programme, although B, costing quite a lot at the moment and they were kind of happy that they were able to, people were cashing in their, their chips in sort of the peer-to-peer lodging part of the business rather than the hotels maybe so much because yeah. um, but have you seen any and particularly if you're looking going to people who've signed contracts sort of 25 years ago before there were such things as as loyalty programs are you seeing few people leaning on the loyalty program or happy about the loyalty program or that's all getting launched isn't it at IHG so are they full of excitement so question for the, both of you, do you have any? Uh, do, do, do you subscribe to these loyalty <laughs> programs? Any of them? That, that, that... I, I think I have about a hundred points in all the loyalty programs. <laughs> I do um, for uh, research purposes mainly, and um, yeah, I've not been overwhelmed. But I've put that down to the fact that I, well, pre-pandemic certainly was not necessarily the the target customer for loyalty programs, being that I'm not a frequent traveller. No, but um, I, was, but been, I was thinking that because before this, we were hearing that, um, and particularly as Accor and things, that we would be able to cash in our tiny number of rubbish points for like a latte and things like that. And I have not as yet seen any evidence that I can go on a latte drinking tour of the local area. So, so firstly, I'll I'll say I have to say this right that the, the we, we recently we recently relaunched uh, one reward program that's uh, IG's loyalty program. So before joining IG, I was not one of those people who really collected points, and and, and I'm I'm saying this hand on heart that I, I I wasn't maybe it was the algorithm I don't know what it was but. Since I've joined IHG, I have, and, and now that I've, I, I, I get to travel a little bit to Europe, I, it's almost, and, and, and this, this app that, that's the loyalty program keeps telling me that I'm earning these points. It's almost become a game now for me where I'm trying to see if I can earn enough points or if I can get to, you know, can I get to the oh. next level up? So it's, 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 it is, it, it, it is, I, I definitely see the benefit of it. Or I, 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 and I'll tell you, I'm, it's, it, remember, right, day 83. But uh, as, as I'm, as I'm picking up these points and I'm trying to learn more about, uh, about the system, I am checking my app to see, okay, I've got, I still Stayed, I, I stayed out here and now my points have been credited to me. So I, I am looking at this a lot more. Um, it's, it's, it's a good system. It's, it, you know, just uh, on, on the subject, if you're, if you're, if that's your thing, if you're, if you are a traveler who is doing that, especially with where the world is going with uh, all the th- cost of living is going up and all of these things, hopefully I can use this as something that would work for me to take a personal holiday out of is the is is, is the uh, is, is the ultimate answer out of it that's the reason why i'm hopefully collecting these points and, and I'm, I'm putting myself as just another traveler who's doing this like everyone else who's traveling currently and and using these points and that's where i see it uh means it, it's it's got some great 
uh, you know, I, and a lot more is to be announced. I know, they, 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 and to your point, Catherine, on on where you can use it, they, you know, use it for F and B. It's it that that is being launched or it's currently being uh, rolled out. It's uh, they've got new tier processes. Can you use it for an upgrade or a free breakfast or, uh, you know, can I can I get a welcome drink or can I get points, even more points when I check in and, and all of these things. So it's I, I'm I'm learning the game myself and 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 so far I'm enjoying it. So let, let Let's see what it holds into the future. And when you're talking to the owners, is they're sort of uh, re-signing their contracts? Are they hurrah for the loyalty program? Again, I'm I am doing a big piece of work on this uh, just to show the benefits of this. You know, we, we we are one of the oldest loyalty program, and and it I, I think there are benefits to it. I will I mean uh, I mean. Hopefully, I do write a paper on this. I'm, 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 I, I think there, there is opportunity. I really think that there is value in the program. And um, g- give me a little more time, and let me, let me, let, let me, let me prove this. And and, and <laughs> well, I'm always excited to read a paper. So yes, uh, let, let, let me put this into writing. And, and I'm actually working on it right now, as in I've, I've submitted internally to say let's let's look at loyalty program and reward nights and how how it benefits our owners. And I really want to showcase this as 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 the strength of a brand. See, Catherine, you may well get your tour around lattes yet. I can and I will. <laughs> Um, Prakash, you were when you were talking about the app, it made me think of um, the, the gamification is the mm-hmm. word, isn't it? And that's how the youth, I believe, learn these days. Because if you make it into a game, then it sort of incentivizes you and it's back to... Well, you say um, that, but many of us are being pursued by angry owls, so... <laughs> it's true. It's not it's as true. as it could do. <laughs> but gamification of latte loyalty, I think that's got a ring to it, hasn't it? You could... Uh, latte loyalty, you could, you could um, you could waste some time having a go at that when you're, you know. Oh God, yes. Whatever you need to be, whatever you don't need to be doing at the time. Latte loyalty. Um, we can't not talk about recruitment um, because it's bad. Uh, I think last week's statistics for the UK were uh, approaching two hundred thousand vacancies. So let's assume then this isn't something that was directly related to the pandemic and everyone being laid off it's still a thing um and uh there was a great webinar last week um bird and bird hosted a webinar uh discussing this and there were lots of different speakers um so no one's got the answer i'm not suggesting you go- are going to present the answer so don't you know let's just ease our foot off the pe- of the pedal of pressure for a minute um but what what are i actually doing presumably it's affecting you as much as it's affecting everyone else out there what are you what are your thoughts and what are you doing about it big question and uh i'll i'll i'll, I'll bring up three things three topics so I'll, I'll 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 speak a little bit about what's happening in hotels today or what the feedback I'm getting from the owners today. I'd like to touch on a little bit about my personal experience with me, me as a first-generation immigrant moving to this country and how my journey's been through my, my cycle. And, and the last bit I would touch on is around, I'm cur- currently going through the recruitment process and my, my experience with it so far. So these are three very uh, discussions going in all directions. But so first one is around what the feedback from owners is, is, it, and you know, this is each, each case is individual, but I would say that um, hotels that have been open throughout the pandemic, 
in one way or you know taking in key workers or staying open in 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 and, and through the pandemic have had it easier slightly easier with recruitment since they did not completely shut down and they were able to stay open they were able to keep some of their staff going and and carry on and they had to only build, they had a base layer and they had to build on that base layer so they were the le- number of open positions were a lot less hotels that have actually stayed closed have found it a lot more difficult given that they had it was almost as opening a brand new hotel and they had to start from scratch and they had to switch on those engines again so that was a real challenge that we were facing with recruitment so you can see a, a clearly a difference between hotels that were open versus hotels that were not open that how their recruitment has been in each one of these situations so that's that's one situation that had uh this is a means much wider topic and this goes back to us speaking about government and legislature and how do we how do we drive people to stay inherently within hospitality i moved here in 2005 and i was you know i came on a working holiday makers visa i was from a commonwealth country and they allowed me to work and travel at the same time i ran out of money so i was forced to take a job and the first job i took up was a night manager in a hotel in victoria as as my first job and 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 i and i just did well in that and you know my my boss thought he, you're good at what you do i will sponsor your visa so I, the company that i worked for back then sponsored my visa and that gave me the new opportunity to stay and i stayed and i kept growing and i kept growing and i kept and and you know you never look back and you you and you become you know hospitality becomes part of you and and you're you're ingrained into the hospitality system and and you know you 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 don't know any better anything else but hotels and that's that becomes your life so there there is that part and there are a lot of people around the world who'd love to work in the UK of course we also have to dr- drive the talent within and that goes back to the schools that we take you know the the readings and the all, all the schools that you have locally the oxford brooks you know driving uh, students from these universities to stay within the hospitality industry and how do you get them onto programs and and how do you grow them into managers and 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 and, and look at the diverse nature of our hospitality industry it could be in valuations could be in real estate could be in operations revenue management even start your own hotel chain you know any any of those things that that you could you could go towards uh and and that's that's where we need to drive uh you know employment from and the last bit of it is I me mean, i i definitely say the screening of my hr was fabulous when i was recruiting for someone right now as an analyst they 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 every candidate you know we smarter than i am today let alone i am today i was you know 15 20 years ago for I me mean, unbelievable presentation skills excel skills you know they know the stuff that i'm talking about today i'm going god be i i'm i'm I, you know i'm i'm scratching i'm like this this the, the quality of candidates who are coming across today are exceptional and you know they they way smarter they know the tools they know what they're using they they use excel like it's it, it, it's it's second nature to them so we are we're in safe hands you know if they <laughs> if if they stay around they they do really really well so you know i'm 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 really pleased with the level of quality that is out there and you know hopefully the many more roles that i can offer and many more skills yeah, candidates come and work for us at ig so absolutely and you raise a, you raise such a valid point about the the tremendous opportunities within this sector that you 
can start at night manager uh, and work your way up to someone with a gloriously fancy title like you have. <laughs> fancy titles. Um, yeah, that's terrific. And it's a very good point. Absolutely. Very good point. And um, just before we're, we're sort of hurtling towards the halfway, uh, half an hour point, but I just wanted to um, ask you about, we've sort of touched on this um, with during the pandemic, taking in offering rooms to homeless people working with NHS uh, places, but um, the sort of wider point around the local community. Um, and I suppose linked back as well to when we were asking about governments understanding hotels do local do local local communities understand hotels and how do IHG sort of work with local communities you can tell my lemsip's wearing off I'm stopping (laughs) being able to speak (laughs) after go on over to you Prakash I think I I, I'm I'm a true believer that uh Remember, most of our hotels are franchised, right? They 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 sit within the local. They they are cornerstones of their local community. Usually, they're in the high street, in the middle of the high street. They they part. They become in part and parcel of that uh, entire network of what's going on in that local area. Uh, you know, it and how do you? How, I mean, it's, there's some great stories that have come out. I mean, I'm I'm humbled, right? I've I've been locked away. I work in a corporate office versus people who actually on the ground and 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 they open doors and and you've heard such good stories throughout the pandemic of how people have welcomed, you know, the, the homeless in all of these situations. There's one which there was a. I think it was the intercon in Madrid, which uh, the the chef out there, the the executive chef and one of the chefs out there, they partnered with a local you know charity, which was and they cooked a million meals a day. All these volunteers, not them alone, but all these volunteers together were cooking a you know a million me- million meals. A day. So you, you do hear some lovely stories of how do you take part as 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 you know you, you become the central hub of your local community and how do you you become food banks and all of these things that and 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 there's some there's even some good initiatives you know we, 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 I'm again uh, I, I try to do as much as possible I genuinely do but more for selfish reasons because that that's the only way given the role that or the type of job that I do I'm I'm very isolated from the entire team so the only way I can get to meet other people is through these initiatives. So, you know, go and volunteer with them if I can get the opportunity. And and, and that's how you can meet the other team, other members of the teams as well. And that's that's the way I can I can meet people. That's the only way I meet people within the offices, I guess. So that's it's it's, it's if you can if you can do a little more for your community, please, I would always try and do. Absolutely. And I hope that sticks around in a sort of post-pandemic era that the, the, the hotel industry stays more connected. So, yeah, I, I will jump in and say if, if even more so, right? And I know you've, you've covered a lot of this. So, um, I am that I will always be one of those people who will drive sustainability or, you know, and, 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 and what can we do better for this planet? There is, of course, the people element of it, but it's also what we do more for the planet and we can how we how we can stay responsible consistently, constantly, and 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 look within ourselves of what we are eating, drinking, and 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 and, and how we what what energy we use to, to to live, I guess, and and what we can do better. And that's that's something that we all need to look at. Very wise words. Um, 
So we used to, um, on to more wise words, we used to ask people about their favourite choice of uh, biscuits, but we've moved on from that. I've got a oh, great you story. Oh, you, can't, you can't take away from the biscuit story. Through the pandemic, there's, for me, my, the, so I'm, I'm, I should say, I'll, I'll, I'll throw this in and at any opportunity I throw this in. I'm vegan, okay, and I turned vegan during the pandemic. And Ooh, the, why? the worst thing that could possibly happen by becoming vegan is you learn that by default, Lotus's Biscoff biscuits are vegan and they have Lovely. become like the bane of my life and they are the most addictive thing possible. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's my, I'll stop there, but that's my biscuit story. Oh no, because you can get ice cream. You can get ice cream. Is, can you get, is their ice cream still yeah. vegan? No, no, I wouldn't have thought so. The spread is vegan. That's what they need to do. The spread is vegan and the and the biscuits are vegan. So. And do you sp- and do you spread the spread onto the biscuits? Because then you could make them into like a bourbon, couldn't you? Like a s'more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Food for thought. <laughs> well, I that's that's the rest of our day happily sorted. I hear they're great. great. Anecdotes for a cold. Yeah. Um, Although weirdly enough, because they're like a speculoos, aren't they? I was um, I was inspired yesterday to go and buy some of the biscuits that were recommended um, last year, I think, by Navneet, who now have have um, have a speculoos thing in them. So it's like that, but like in a tier of chocolate. So there we are. So speculoos Monday. Well, there we go. And just don't let's not say that this podcast doesn't just continually bring biscuit joy it's all to move away from it entirely it's true <laughs> we stay ahead of the nations. do you have uh prakash do you have a most uh, a, a memorable hotel experience it, which may or may not involve biscuits i i guess you know as for me i've i've, I've spent my entire life in hospitality as i started as a receptionist when i was as my first job and i've, I've worked my way through uh through that uh but when we were young, we'd, we'd go out. We'd go out for dinner five times uh, a year, and it would be on our four birthdays, my, my sister, myself, and my parents, and then on their anniversary. That's the five times, and we'd we'd go we'd go nice and plush, and we'd go somewhere nice these five times of the year. So, I, I think the best was early days seeing a chef create hand noodles. You know, that's that's the, the and and just and and and. and Throwing the noodles or throwing the dough in the air and catching them and making noodles out of that is probably the most memorable experience I have as a child. That uh, you know, and then I read a book by Arthur Haley called Hotel, which drove me towards the hospitality industry. But uh, th- th- those those are my early memories. That most memorable stories that I can think of of hospitality. Joyful, absolutely joyful. And um, if we could borrow you for two more minutes, we're going to ask you this. Um, same set of questions that we ask everyone at the end of our podcast. Um, are you ready for question number one? Go on. Let's. Let's. I'll try and answer them as best as I. Can. <laughs> They're not that challenging. It's all right. Um, when the shutters came up and I had the jabs in my arm, the first thing I did was carry on with my life. Go for a run. Take my dog for a walk. Oh, what sort of dog? Uh, she's a golden dog. She's half a golden retriever and Ooh. half a Labrador. Ooh, and what's she called? Zoe. <laughs> making That's adorable. <laughs> yes. Adorable. Um, very good. The best thing about the hotel sector is? It's dynamic. 
It's ever-changing and life is service. The one who gets ahead in life is the one who gives his fellow person, a man or woman, better service. Don't get a lot of dynamic in, the, in that question. Not for an inspirational Monday. Monday quotes. Exactly. So many thanks. The hotel sector would be significantly improved if? That's a great question. It would be improved if we we focus more on sustainability. I think so. Sustainability and biscuits. Sustainable biscuits. Vegan biscuits. Sustainable biscuits. That's it. <laughs> there we go. I see a new contract with IHG looming. Um, what the industry needs now is? To, to get more people back into the doors. It means increase our top line and 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 get a lot more when i say top line increase our revenues get more occupancy higher rates and more people through the door eating in our restaurants bars staying in our hotels and traveling lovely and the last question is i'd like to think we've learned from this dot 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 um use 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 judgment use the best judgment you have at that time hindsight is a beautiful thing but Try and, and try to try to be a good person and, and try to help help everyone around you if 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 when you're in trouble. It it really it it that's one message that has consistently stays. The people who help people always did better, and and you you can see that even and and people talk about it and and constantly talk about it. So try and help everyone else around. Well, I think that's a charming note to end this um, episode on. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your. People, I think people can't see your lovely smiley face, but they'll hear it through your voice. You've just smiled from ear to ear throughout this entire podcast, which is really the aim of the game. So many, many thanks for your time and have a joyful rest of your week. Catherine, Emily, indeed, pleasure. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, most welcome, Catherine. Enjoy Paris and all its feminine uprising and uh, leadership and whatever else is looming in Paris this week. And you enjoy your limpsip. Yeah, I think it's time for another one. Many thanks, everybody, and thank you for listening. Um, join us again next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So that concludes our thoughts for this week. Thank you to everyone involved in creating this episode and providing something for your ears whilst walking the dog, washing the cat, chopping the veg, or however else you pass the time while podcasting. Please do review and subscribe if you get your ear entertainment via Apple, or follow new tricks if your ear delight comes from Spotify. These things make a difference, apparently. Until next time.